What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? It is your hostess with the mostest, Shannon Winnings Roberts, back with another episode of The Daily Groomer After Hours. You're hearing us on a different day because we're having a Halloween special. And why is that? Why are we having a Halloween special? Because what is the scariest thing in the world to me? Fucking cat grooming. (laughs) I love cats. I do not like grooming them. It freaks me the hell out. However, tonight we have the best cat groomer I have ever seen work in my entire existence. Her name is Samantha Darcy, and she is here with us on our fantastic The Daily Groomer After Hours. Samantha, welcome. Hello, Shannon. Oh, gosh. You want to speak to her? Yes, Fine. You wake up, you stupid cow. Oh, there. Shannon? Shannon? Sam? I didn't, I didn't even hear the phone ring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're doing the podcast tonight. Oh, my God. How are you? I'm so glad they were able to wake you. I love you on TikTok. I have always loved you. Your style of cat grooming is my favorite. Thank you so much for being the best cat groomer ever, though. Seriously, I love you so much. Thank you for coming. Good evening and good and good morrow, right? I'm glad you're up and about. Good evening. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's better for a Halloween special. You know what? The podcast can't see right now just how fabulous you look right now. You are fabulous. You are fabulous. She's all dressed in black with her black witch's hat and her black gown and her beautiful blonde locks and her lipstick. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I am witchy for the witchy night, Sam. You know how this goes down. You are very witchy. I'm beautiful. And thank you so much for the invite. Thank you so much for coming. Now, tell us. Why is cat grooming not as scary as I think? Ah, okay. Oh, gosh. This is the prelude to the fantasy story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Okay. Um, Might as well just tell the fantasy story first. Um, My, my, I always wanted to be a keeper of the forest of the animals, right? Mm -hmm. You could say dog groomer growing up in my grandma you know my aunt my great aunt's salon and my mother's salon and i used to bathe their dogs after work and you know animals were always a part of me as i was growing up as a navy brat i suffered failure to thrive so the one thing that helped me was my communication and my relationship with animals right yes that was the basis for me getting through being a brat Navy brat. Sisters were fine. They frolicked. They fluttered. They were social butterflies. I was the complete opposite. So I gravitated towards whatever animals were around me to get me through. Anyway, the the part about being scary with cat grooming 
um, is is to me as as a dog groomer with a dog grooming background, mm. I I just naturally assumed that all animals could be reached. You just needed to have that right touch, you know, like what you have, Shannon. Mm. And um, you were going to be able to relate and you were going to be able to help and groom all animals. Well, that wasn't the case. And um, <laughs> I I learned that right away, being a dog yeah. groomer. Uh, I groomed dogs and occasionally the dog clients would bring in their cats and I would groom the occasional cat. And <clears throat> I'm like, my goodness, this is just something's not quite right because I'm trying to groom the cat the same way I groom the dog and it's not working. It's hard, right? Like it's, it's not, like it's not working. snakes or something. It doesn't work. It's, it's not working. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so the prelude into the fantasy story was let's go to a magic forest hmm. where there's a group of people who are there to be the keeper of the animals of the forest. I wanted to be a keeper of that forest. Right. Hmm. Yes. And when I went there, I said to the head keeper, I can't wait to, you know, meet the dragons and meet the unicorns, the dragons being the aggressive cats, the uh, unicorns being the cats who suffered high panic, right? Yes. And they said, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. You will never be able to just go up and pet those. They have, they need special care. Right. <laughs> they need to be specially roped in, harnessed. Uh, your job would be to polish the unicorns of the horns of and, and then descale the dragons. That's your job, right? But you can't just walk up to them. Right. Uh, they need special handling, right? <clears throat> so for seven years, I was a damn good keeper of that forest. And I did what I was told. Yeah. I did what I was told. One day, out of the trees came a unicorn who walked up onto the path and walked right up to me and let me pet his horn and let me pet him. And I said, what is going on? Who are you? Where did you come from? This is not supposed to be happening. And she said, come with me. And I followed this unicorn down through a forest to a part that I'd never been to before. And she guided me through the woods to this beautiful pond with, with a glowing blue and smoke rising from it. And all I could see around that pond were the most beautiful dragons, the most beautiful unicorns, and this tall, beautiful man just standing there glistening. And I said to the unicorn, I said, who's that? And she said, well, that's Dr. Marty Becker, <laughs> world-renowned veterinarian, keeper of all of these ponds, right? Yeah. Keeper of all of these lands with these ponds, right? And I said, what is, what is, what is, what is going on? I was told this never existed. I was told um, the dragons were too aggressive, and here they're amongst the unicorns. And, and, and she said, come with me. Let me introduce you to Dr. Marty Becker. And there by the side of the pond, he shared his knowledge with me. I did meet him um, at a fair free seminar. And he, sh he shared with me the knowledge of how to care for these unicorns and dragons. There were other animals that needed to be cared for, but these particular animals needed 
you know, there was help for them. All they needed to do was drink from that pond uh, or use certain special techniques and they could be cared for. I about lost my mind. I said, give me a bucket. Let me grab some water from this pond. Let me run to the head of, of the keeper of the forest over of where I used to used to uh, uh, work for seven years. And I ran as fast as I could. And I said, here, look, I have this magic water. Yes. That's going to help with these unicorns and these dragons who no longer have to be harnessed, no longer have to be pinned down, no longer have to be forced to do all the things that had to be done in order to just do their normal maintenance work, right? Mm. The reaction that I got was, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right there. I said, no, I, I'm serious. Come with me. No, we're fine. We're fine. And that was... Almost so the magic exactly. potion, the, the magic solution, and they were just like, yeah, whatever. It, it doesn't, no, well. Oh. So I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go back to the other part of the forest where I'm going to talk <laughs> to Marnie Becker. And I stayed there for about, you know, five years. I came back to the original part of the forest where these keepers were. And they were having this huge uh, get-together where all the keepers of the forest were to come to learn yes. how to the animals, right? And in that teaching, they were still teaching five years later the ropes and the pinning down and the forest methods of how to care for the unicorns mm. and the dragons. And I said, this is not right. There's no progression. You right. know, you know there is a better way. Yeah. And that is when I left that part of the forest and I went back. Well, you make it sound less scary. <laughs> I, I went back to where I know I belonged, right? Yes. And I continue to go through the forest and look for new places where I can help the dragons and the unicorns, which is basically the of why Dr. Marty Becker created Fear Free Pets was to help the unicorns and the dragons. And because they weren't getting the proper medical care, cat owners weren't even able to get them out of the house just to get, you know, a vaccine. Or if you tried to get the um, mobile vet to come to the house, they were trying to rip the vet's face off. You know, it just wasn't working. So that, so that was the premise of uh, how Fear Free Pets was founded was to reach out to be able to care for these animals so but that is true like what you're saying you know like because people think that i mean in general the consensus is um i mean well my my story is i'm for the love of dogs not cats you know i don't i don't groom cats because um they're scary to me and they're unpredictable but when right. i see handling a cat in a fear-free situation or at least a less stressed situation I've seen you over and over and over and over and over prove that you don't have to groom a cat on a high stress level. And that is something that is very, I am very impressed by you. Um, I don't learn a lot from a lot of people. I learn a little bit from a lot of people. I learn a lot from you, Sam. So thank you for being there. And I really think it's your background in dog grooming, really, because you wouldn't know where it can, you know, where the, mentality comes from if you hadn't come from dog grooming yourself right 
Well, it started with uh, failure to thrive, you know. Failure trauma. Thrive. Everybody, everybody links it back to trauma. Yeah. Every person that I've had on here, like literally every person has said something about it. And it's so true. But do you see how we grow from that, though? I love it. I love being able to start in one spot and end up in another and knowing that we're going to help more animals the way we run our businesses than yeah. anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, really, I really respect that. And cat grooming, I have a couple of cat clients now because of you, actually. I and I have, I yeah. I had, I had no idea, Shannon, I was going to end up being a cat groomer. <laughs> really? No. It just happened? This is not anything, you know, this is not where things were going for me. Actually, to be honest with you, I wasn't going anywhere. You know, I was I was in Ireland uh, with a son who was suffering failure to thrive with a school system that couldn't help, you know, him. And I came back to this country under the premise of working at my mom's salon. That's why I came back. Right. Yes. And <clears throat> my brother my lovely brother uh, made it very clear that that was not going to happen. Oh. So now, now I'm back in this country um, with, with a child and with no work and didn't know what I was going to do. Right. Oh. <clears throat> and um, he made that very clear when he threw me down a flight of stairs. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And when I got up, when I got up from the bottom of the stairs, um, he didn't know what hit him. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I did. I did four years of martial arts when I was in Ireland. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, oh, so you had a little clap back, huh? You didn't just take it. No, no, Good. I did not. But it was the 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 message was clear that this you were not you are not welcome here, despite the fact that the salon was my aunt's. Uh, she had since left, and now it was my mother's, and then my brother came along. Um, but that was the whole premise of getting up and coming back to this country. So here I was floundering, not knowing what to do. I was literally throwing newspapers, Shannon. I was throwing right. news. I was throwing anything to survive, right? Right. During the course of that, um, <clears throat> during the course of of that, I got limes, and um, that limes is like from a tick. Yeah, Lyme meningitis. Within two weeks, I was in the hospital fighting for my life uh, because it was scary. of both, right? Yeah. And when I came out of the hospital, um, no one told me I was never going to just bounce back, right? No one told me that um, I had lost parts of my memory. I'm not being able to take on and learn anything new. Um, I had to find all of this out on my own. And I had to uh, figure out how am I going to get back to work? Yeah. Um, what am I going to do? And so the only only thing I could think of was to disguise the symptoms that I had uh, amongst older pe old people, right? Mm. It was very much like Alzheimer's. So <clears throat> I started taking care of senior senior citizens and um that then turned into well we're not doing this for very long right <laughs> it's just yeah. temporary so i'm like let's try doing something new if i quickly found out that you, i couldn't learn anything new but i could fall back on what i already knew 
So what I already knew was I was a bather. All right, so let's make let's make a situation happen where I could offer the best damn dog baths in the area, right? Let's come up with a Japanese bathhouse theme. Let's give these dogs just the most incredible late pooch shampoos and blowouts and fragrances and VIP, you know, all of that, right? Yes. And that slowly built into uh, learning the finer touches, going to my mother, having to videotape her teaching how to do each breed because I couldn't keep it in my mind, right? So I had to videotape it. And then it was a slow work in progress. Um, I created a bathhouse pet spa for, for dogs. Cool. Two years in, I realized I was succumbing to the effects of a second area of Lyme called fibromyalgia, which quickly made me realize this dog grooming career is not going to go very far. But oh I was... I was smart enough to realize that every time I groomed a cat, it didn't drain me of all of my energy. And then at that point, it dawned on me, I need more cats. I just need to learn how to get more cat clients, right? Yeah. And let's go ahead with a name called, you know, something with, with a cat in the name so that the cat people can find me. So I called my cat business the Cat Temple, right? Oh, There was a list. People could find me, right? So on the day that the Cat Temple launched, on the day that the Cat Temple launched, um, <clears throat> shit started hitting the fan. Oh, God, no! <laughs> every, Jesus, why? Every, every single day, every single day, uh, something would happen. First, it was the washing machine, and then it was the water tank, and then it was the bath water pump because I was down in the basement, and then it was this, and then it was that. And it dawned on me after about a month of, you know, because I've seen shows before where these things come into your home and they haunt you and they want you to just get out. And right. I'm like, I'm not leaving. You know, I'm not going anywhere. You know, it's not going to work, right? So they're like, <laughs> they stepped it up, whoever they was. So really like serious shit happening. Oh, this went on for five months, every single You're day. haunted? Well, let's not call it. I call it, some people might call it that. It's Halloween. I, some, some people might call it that. <gasps> I have, I have an open mind about what happened to me. Right? I have an open mind about it. To me, it might mean something else, but I was smart enough to realize what might be happening, um, meaning they just want me out. Yeah. I knew that at the time after being there for what? Five, five years, I guess. Um, oh my God. What, what I decided to do was, you know, to confront the situation. And I just kind of stared at the walls and I said, just leave me alone. It's not going to work. I'm not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. And like they, affirming your position. Like they, oh, this they, is my. Yeah. They stepped it up and that turned into sleep paralysis being a low uh, electrocution as I'm being paralyzed, bruises up and down my arms. Oh my this, God. 
and at this point, we're now three months in to an everyday situation. And then it dawned on me, think, Sam, you need to think about what's really actually happening. If they know that I'm not scared and they continue to do this, there's something else happening. Right. I need to find out what else what else is happening. Oh so God. back to the beginning, the cat temple. Well, what's the cat temple? It's a Nikodera. What's a Nikodera? In Japan, it's a it's a cat cemetery. <clears throat> and oh. I'm like, oh fuck. I, I, I just called my cat grooming business a cat cemetery. Okay, we're getting closer. Something's going on. <laughs> something yeah, right. <laughs> So then I'm like, okay, wait a second. It's not as bad as I think it is. In Japan, a Nikodera is where you would go to these beautiful open gardens, sit on a, a bench, and speak to your ancestors. Oh, cool. Because their pets are, in their you know culture, are their ancestors. Right, right. It's not like here in America with Stephen King and the Pet Cemetery. It's not, not the Pet not, Cemetery. Not, right. Right. So I'm like, well, what, what exactly seems to be the issue? I don't think I ever got to the exact bottom of what the issue was, other than they wanted me to put the cats somewhere else, away from the dogs. Oh. I, I think I had angered the gods, the cat gods, or <laughs> I had opened up a vortex for my ancestors to come and speak to me because that's what a Nicodera is, right? So, yeah. So, I'll, wait, wait. I'll go, go ahead. I'm my head is so fucked up right now. Okay, 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 okay. So you name the place. You go through five years of this. I go through five months. I was there for five years without incident. The day oh. that I launched the Cat Temple is the day it started. Okay, and so then it's that literally was, when you started using that name, yes, the day <laughs> of the day of the launch, and for five for five months, and finally they just wore me down, and oh I said, God. "I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving." This I'm, about? I'm I'm changing the name. Let's go with what is the opposite of Cat Temple? Okay, let's go with Sun Sunshine. The complete opposite on the planet of this earth would be Africa. Let's go with a lion. A lion meaning uh, one of the most popular haircuts, right, for cats. Yeah. Uh, I, live, I work and live on the main line. So we're going with the main line, right? And I got the cat business out. I got the cats away from the dogs. I gave it a new name, new number, put it in a different salon, came back to the house because there was a little apartment above the main, the, the main lion where I was going to live, but it wouldn't be ready for two weeks. I had to go back to the house and live there. <clears throat> and not a, not a pin dropped. Nothing happened. It all finally stopped. What the fuck? So they knew you were leaving and they were cool. As soon as I got the business and the cats out and away from the dogs where they had their own place. They were not having that shit, Sam. They were like, listen to me, bitch. 
<laughs> we're gonna make sure you understand that and so I, I'm, I think it's really, really important oh when you're gonna offer cat grooming that you make sure <laughs> that it's not amongst the dogs. Wow. Oh my God, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, well. Um, I'm glad you figured it out though. Like what if you had just kept on going forever? It would have been hellacious. I had to really rack my brain and and look past what um you know the obvious seemed to be. <clears throat> Talk about open-minded. Holy I, shit. I had to look deeper. Uh, I don't I still don't think I've quite gotten to the truth about what actually happened. I do know Night Shyamala, who lives not too far from here, was looking at that same area where I used to live, where the where that happened, because he knows that it has um, uh, happenings. What is the person's name? Night Shyamala. Oh, oh my God, he's so hot, Sam. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Director, the director for the for those uh, the Sixth Sense. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was scouting out a place for his some new TV uh, uh, drama or show or something, and he knew about that area, uh, having incidents and things. Not that house, but just the general area, right? And so, <clears throat> it's not too far fetched, but that is what happened. And I just needed to, oh, and I called the psychic. I had to call, I had to reach out to the big guns. Her Let's name was go, Joan Saint Marie. I think it's her name. She is a uh, energy light worker. And uh, uh, here's what she said. She said, you're going to have two moves. You're going to be famous. And I'm like, we're not moving twice. I don't know what you're talking about. Because at the time, I was in a different salon, right? Fuck being famous. We're not moving twice. What's wrong with you, lady? Yeah. I don't care, but we're not going to be famous. And... Um, <laughs> What, what what is it that's happening to me and she said you just need to stay positive right hey just... i like those words she was she she did not explain to me what exactly was happening to me and then the psychic before her that i called refused to talk to me about what was happening <laughs> oh my god like they didn't feel qualified they were like, ah, uh, your shit is she, fucked up. We can't she talk said, to She said, I don't do this kind of work. <laughs> shit. Okay, that could be a whole ghost story in itself. Like, go to psyche. Like, yeah, you're too far. Sorry. Sorry. Here, here's my take on it. I was pushed out of a nest. That's my take. I, I was pushed out of a nest. That's intense. Because if I hadn't left that little row house, right? Yeah. Um, I never would have ended up here at the main lion. I never would have, all of the journey that I, I, you know, have been on and have been discovering regarding cat grooming, never probably would have happened, right? So that I think- That is wild. I, I think I was pushed out of a nest is what was what was happening. But I was also being taught about uh, the respect that cats need and deserve and not to be amongst the dogs. It's, it kind of came in pretty loud and clear. I think they were disgusted. 
the oh, whoever, clearly. whoever they were, right? Um, the name, it, it's, it's a very spiritual name and it, it has a tremendous significance in Japan of the Nicoderos. It's a very spiritual thing. And here I had put it amongst a dog roaming show. No offense, but the two are not supposed to meet, you know? So. Right. Like it was clear. It was letting you know in no uncertain terms that you fucked up. And yeah. if you don't fix it, you're going to have bad plumbing. Crazy things are going to happen. Oh my God. That's why this, that's like a real life ghost story. Sam. This is how I am guided. Like these are the things that happen to push me and to guide me. And I'm just like, I'm just here for the ride. Let's go. <laughs> that's intense as shit. I'm over here shaking. It's dark. I'm scared. It's, I'm it right started. Now. It started again, Shannon. <laughs> and guess when it started when, when my mother when my mo mother died what when my mother died she she died a few months ago her home was had a catastrophic um flooding she lost everything right oh goodness she ended up she lost a lot of things. Uh, she wasn't living there at the time when it happened. After she died, on the day of her funeral, my salon started flooding. And I'm like, is she haunting my salon or is she trying to get me to leave and get me out from under flooding salon to get me free again, right? Because it can be... It can be a bit of a ball and chain when you run your own business, right? Absolutely. So I'm not sure what to make of it. But, um, and do you remember how tired I was and had been for a while? Yeah. All, all of that has lifted because I recognized it was all coming from my mother. And I kindly, kindly asked her to leave. So the energy is coming back. And we're good again. Yeah. Let's go. You know I'm a big energy person. I am I like, am I freaking you out right now? I'm I'm freaked the fuck out. You see, I'm like shaking over here. I'm like, oh god. Uh, um, <laughs> um, my dad working, died years ago, so I believe in all that extra shit. Um, when you are working with cats who have hyperbolic sensitivities of, with everything, um, they are de by design meant to spring. Or react to any little thing that they deem is not right. So it's really important that everything makes sense when you are with cats and working with cats. Otherwise, they are just going to bounce. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that brings me to the cat who was just here last night. Her name is Godzilla. Godzilla? Godzilla. We did a live on Godzilla. Gave her a dragon cut. Um, she had been to two previous cat groomers. One of them being a um, trained, uh, trained for with mm, three years of training from a certain cat grooming organization. Right. Mm. Uh, the salon owner is paying for all of the training. Godzilla's um, Godzilla's reaction to going to her was within seconds of that groomer taking a clipper tour. She had freaked the F out, right? What? 
this same cat here, Gaza, we went live. We have everything live, right? We videotape everything. There was no reaction. There was no freak out moment. Do you know what I mean? So it's just so different that the energy is kept in check for cats. They are beyond any understanding that we may have as far as what we think they are. What we think cats are, times that by a hundred, just to give you an idea, an idea of who these creatures are and what they're capable of, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, but it, it's impressive because what you're saying about energy is how I feel as well about dogs. And it's so apparent when somebody has their energy right. Yeah. And when somebody has no control over their energy, you can see it every time it's like it it's so apparent and i think that's the reason why cats and dogs react the same way they have a physical reaction to that lack of confidence or that lack of experience in handling them as creatures and i feel like energy is so important because we as humans have the ability to hone our own energy right and create an atmosphere where they can actually be as calm as we want them to be and that is just a, it's a fucking beautiful thing. When you got the energy right, when the day flows, you know, when the cats and dogs are doing their thing. But one thing that you always told me, and I really love it, you said, Shannon, and sorry, I'm just now getting over being sick. I can't believe it, but I feel much better. But I remember you were telling me, you were like, you know, it's, it's not that, that grooming cats is more difficult than grooming dogs. It's your perspective. And dog groomers can easily groom cats if they have a little bit of education. And just the double happy hoodie trick, Sam. Oh, my God. Everybody write this down, okay? <laughs> you can use two happy hoodies on a cat or a dog. And it really fucking works. Right. Um, it when I first went to a, um, a certain cat grooming organization, I had one question as a dog groomer. Is there is there a better way? You know, because what I'm doing with these cats is not working. <laughs> um, I am a groomer. I mean, I'm, I understand how to groom. I understand how to bathe. Um, it shouldn't be that more different with cats. Oh, it is. It oh. is. It's like learning two separate languages, right? Um, you cannot take what you know as a, a dog groom, um, as far as the communications and reading the body, uh, with and do and apply that to cats, it's completely different. Completely, um, <clears throat> when I was asked that question, when I asked that question, the response that I got was the difference between a cat groomer who makes it and, and one who doesn't is the cat groomer who doesn't make it yeah. is the one who does who's not able to finish the groom and so i made it a point to make sure that every cat that came to my salon was groomed so that's kind of scary just that alone that every cat that walked through that door got groomed right yeah it, it wasn't natural what i did wasn't natural uh what i did was force groom all of the aggressive cats um, all of the panic cats, if they went into open mouth pant, were sent home, right? Right. Um, 
I was told there was no better way to do this other than here's some techniques. Here's the roping of the dragon to descale them. Here's <laughs> how you do it, right? right. Uh, seven years later, I discovered that may not necessarily be the truth. And it was at that point, seven years into this salon that I'm in right now at the Main Lion, that I realized what I was told was either out of ignorance because they didn't know there was a better way or it was a lie. Okay. Right. So I, I looked into, um, by act, I, I, I watched a cat come into my salon for an appointment who was at high panic stress levels every time, uh, come in completely calm, looking up at me saying, hi, how are you? Are you having a nice day? I'm having a nice day. I called the owner. I said, who, who whose pet is this? <laughs> not right. your, I need the paperwork. She's like, that's my cat. She said, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. I have a fear-free vet. She told me to give it cat attention, right? And I said, your vet told you to give it what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Gabapentin? No, that was never taught to any of the cat grooming right. That I went to, you know, only the Jesus bolt of helping a cat to to block their fight or flight. What? You're not teaching this? Okay. All right. So for three months, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so at that point, I decided I needed to make some changes. And at that point, wait, hold on. Um, <clears throat> I started calling my um, cat grooming services low stress grooming. And it, each time I brought up the word gabapentin, my clients looked at me like I had horns growing out of my head. <laughs> this is not working. And then three months after that, I heard about a fear free seminar that was going to be in the area. I went to it. And by the end of that seminar, my light bulb moment happened. They didn't teach you how to groom the cat but they taught you the concept of how to keep that cat calm. Right? Yeah. And then what I did was I brought those teachings home with me, created a link. And the next time a cat client came in that needed help because I couldn't help that cat to keep it at low stress levels. I sent a link to that owner, which was backed by a world renowned veterinarian with 17 years on good morning America as the go-to family doctor for the for animals right? uh, 26 books he's written every vet in the country knows who he is so once i was a part of an organization that was teaching uh fear-free techniques and methods on how to help animals with stress how to recognize the fear how to you know what recommendations can be made to help that for any future visits that is when the traction started and um, 95 percent of clients were on board with it five percent were complacent they wanted their cat groom like it was a bag of laundry and i said <laughs> been nice knowing you i can't work with you sorry yes there's so, the boundaries yeah so <clears throat> that's yeah. important though but that's uh, the first time i ever saw you live you're talking about the use of gabapentin and you know as a um as a pretty natural groomer i had never used it and the difference in how your cats are handling their grooming is quite impressive. I will honestly say nothing blows my socks off, babe. You know what I mean? Like I've seen pretty much every fucking thing. But <laughs> when I see you handle a cat, I especially like your meow, 
meow when you meow at them. Oh my God, it's my favorite. Yeah. But no, really. Um, your handling is I I feel I feel like I'm just I feel like I'm beginning levels of learning all of the techniques, all of the techniques that have been not discovered that are not being taught. Um, I'm looking for them, I'm searching for them. Um, the large happy hoodie as a body happy hoodie is tremendous for those squirm worm cats. There are techniques that are being, people are now starting to look for the techniques to help cats. Yeah. <clears throat> and whereas before it was always, the cat just doesn't like grooming. This is how they're going to act. There's no other way around it. Just get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Yeah. And, um, now we're at a point where uh, groomers are starting to think first and say, you know what? There is a better way. People are starting to wake up. People are starting to realize um, there are techniques out there. And if there aren't and the cat is reacting, that's a clear sign that you are doing it wrong. Okay. Your cat, the cat is very clear with their communications. They are crystal clear with what they are telling you. So them scratching, biting, flailing, bouncing off the walls, that is a clear nope. You're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> right. So, so all you do, this is all you do, you just stop and you think, well, <laughs> what other technique could I use? And the problem is, Nobody knows what those techniques are because it's not being taught. Well, okay? so that's the biggest issue is they they think, well, there might be something else that could help, but they just don't know what it is. Right. So this salon is like a training ground to look for those techniques. There are groomers out there. I just saw one the other day who posted a technique I had never seen before. And she's from the uh, UK. Yes. So I, I, I started following her. So and then but I, look, I mean, you only have two hundred and six point nine thousand followers already. So clearly, well, <laughs> well, those are, those, that, that that probably has a lot to do with the fact that I didn't know there was an eighteen plus button, right? <laughs> so um, it's not what you think it is. No. Whatever, baby. Numbers don't lie, and you got a lot of people who follow you, and a lot of people who watch, especially on TikTok at the TikTok. Did I just say TikTok? TikTok <laughs> um, <laughs> at the main lion. I yeah. feel like you show us every day what can be done. And that's what I respect the most is that we're not just, and I feel like we're sisters in this, right? We're yeah. not just saying, hey, this is how you do it. We're showing people every day how to get it done. And as spooky as I felt like cat grooming was, this Halloween special had to happen this way because yeah. we had to have your amazing self on. People need to know about the cat grooming side and the fact that really, in all honesty, you can really get a lot done and, and learn a lot and do a lot with cat grooming. Cat grooming is a great way to add revenue to your business. It's People, easier than their cats yeah. groomed. Mm -hmm. It's easier. It's easier than you think. It is in. It is actually a very easy transition to go from dog grooming to cat grooming. Um, I, I believe if that open up, and mm -hmm. thousands of of dog grooming salons across the country learned uh, how easy it is to uh, once you know to, to work with cats, um, there will no longer be a shortage of cat groomers. 
right? Um, yeah. Everything I am doing with the cats, it's all of the same dog grooming equipment that I used, right? It's all the same. Everything this is the same. The only biggest difference is the, the oil. <clears throat> Learning yeah. what a degreaser is, right? Learn learn what a degreaser is, and and learn how to put the velocity dryer down um, if you don't happy hoodie. <laughs> yeah, really. Please don't go blow your head off the table, ladies and gentlemen. Go to the soft stand dryer instead, right? Because I'm 15 years ago, I'm literally pointing a velocity dryer with a pencil tip attachment to the cat, both barrels on, wondering what's wrong with this cat? Why won't it let me dry it? That was me 15 years ago as right. a dog. So I know what it was like. Yeah. Just that not understanding, that not knowing of just how wired and hyperbolic these creatures are. And don't scare the cat would be my biggest uh, number one philosophy, you know, or technique. Whatever you do, don't scare the cat. Right, right. Like it's not the dog's fault. Don't scare the cat. <laughs> don't scare the cat. Take it one baby step at a time. Don't reach too far. You know, take it right. one baby step at a time. And if you go slowly and take that cat step by step by step, you're going to get that cat through that grooming with, with ease. And, and you're not going to have to worry. But, but again, um, <clears throat> it can be quite dangerous. I did get bit. It put me out of work for two months. It did cost me $35,000. What I did after I got out of that hospital was I, I did go out and buy 10 cones, right? Yeah. So, also have a philosophy of safety first and uh, the same as clicking your seatbelt when you turn the key of your ignition I'm putting a cone on that cat's head right, right. you know the problem yeah yeah for sure once that cone is on that cat's head half of the fear mm. the fear that I have is from that bite that I sustained that almost cost me everything two months out of work and thirty five thousand dollars that one bite almost took me out, right? That's, That's intense. Everything that I built, everything that I sacrificed, everything that I gave up, because I literally gave up and dissolved a whole other business to create a cat-only business, right? And then you get bit by a cat. <laughs> yeah, right. So <clears throat> that is was the beginning of me realizing there there needs to be a change. That that one bite made me start looking. It wasn't yeah. the cat who came in on gabapentin uh, from their fear-free vet. It was a combination of things. It was also the death of my cat Okina, um, whose name means wise old man, and I believe to this day that his spirit descended upon this salon when he died, because <clears throat> once he died, that is when the changes started. Hmm. And I started going away from any of the old teachings of cat grooming, the get or done cat groomings. Yeah. Um, and I started looking for another way. And it was there. I just had to look for it. It made that happen for you, though. That's that's really important to be able to get down to something, right? And just to pinpoint where it started, because you're very articulate with that. And regardless of what happened to you, I really love the way you teach and share information. It is very fucking powerful. 
And you reminded me, um, you were just saying something about being ready. Like it reminded me of the 12 P's. Has everybody heard of the 12 P's? No. Piss poor preparation promotes piss poor performance. Piss poor performance promotes pain. <laughs> right? Like get your fucking colons ready, people. Okay. You need to have your equipment ready for when you're grooming these dogs and these cats so that you're prepared for everything that can happen. So that you don't find yourself in a situation where you're, you know, hurting or not able to work. It's a it's a really tough business sometimes, Sam. Don't you agree? Uh the first seven years of this salon, I wouldn't want to wish on anybody. It was hard. Right, right. What but happened, you're here. What happened after that seven years um, is more of a, it's like a sanctuary here now. It's magic, babe. It's magic. <laughs> it's Halloween magic for sure. We're getting down with the Halloween spells and, and, <laughs> and the stories tonight for sure. If y'all were ever wondering what in the hell goes on in a conversation between Sam, the main lion, and Shannon Wines Roberts, this is what happens. This is how we talk. So welcome to our life, and you're welcome. Um, I feel like you gave us so much information, but you wanted to say something at the end of this episode. I usually do, um, we usually do a would you rather, but Sam has something special for the end, so I'm going to let you do it. But before we do that, yeah. Tell everybody where to find you on social media and how to follow you. Because, I mean, hello, best cat groomer fucking ever. Let's go. Uh, the main lion live. It is where you'll find all my links. It's the link on my TikTok profile. Um, I haven't gone full throttle with, with what's on there, but it was designed to be able to offer lives on just about every platform. Um, Ooh for my clients, but also for people to be able to watch. Um, people who don't quite believe that um, cat grooming can be done differently and it can be done safely, high quality at low stress levels, right? For all cat clients. <clears throat> I was told by a groomer in the industry that was Shangri-La, it doesn't exist, can't happen. Starting in <laughs> 2024 we are going to be eliminating level three so the stress scores go from one to six we spent uh, six years eliminating levels well six doesn't count that just means the cats lost it um but but five and four have been eliminated not by saying come get your cat but by teaching and educating them sending them the, uh, the link and the teachings of dr marty becker um, so we were left with levels one, two, and three. I remind people that level three means your cat is still miserable and uncomfortable. Um, right. There are no techniques that I know of at the moment that are going to help your cat. So can we please talk about um, <clears throat> happy garden cat calming cackle geese or the oil or getting a hold of the gabapentin? Right. Level three, we are now going to, starting next year, require um, owners do something about it so that they're not caught in a perpetual cycle of misery. Yes, perfect. I mean, um, that's happening. Uh, the main line dot live, full throttle, whatever it is that I decide I'm going to do or where I'm going will be on that link. It's the same link as um, the TikTok profile that's there. Perfect. And what the message that I wanted to leave you all with is. <clears throat> Not everything in cat grooming is what it seems, right? And that goes both ways. 
um, you can hear cat grooming instructors sugarcoat everything and tell you this is how it's going to be and you're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm sorry, but the last seminar, not once did they talk about the aggressive cats or how to work with those aggressive cats. So apparently the new motto is if they're too aggressive, you're just turning them away, right? That was not the old school teachings. The mm. old school teachings were, oh, that cat's getting groomed. Right. Now it's, uh, who cares about them? Who cares about the dra the dragons, right? Yeah, send them to the vet. I, I do. I care about dragons. <laughs> right. <laughs> I make it a point to um, care about the dragons. The dragons are actually easier to work with than, than the unicorns, believe it or not. Um, don't be fooled. Don't believe everything you hear. Not everything in cat grooming is what it seems. I am a, I come from a dog grooming background. I am familiar with the industry. I believed what was told to me regarding cat grooming for seven years. I had to find out by accident that it wasn't true. And I want you to be open-minded to the fact that it's not what you think it is. It's actually quite easy. And if I can create a salon that was built on cats that nobody else could groom, and I can now walk out of that front door and go away for three months and have someone else groom these same cat clients because yes. I'm not going to be here. If I can do that with my clients, you can do that with any cat because every cat is now, every cat that walks through that salon is being cared for uh, through techniques or through pretreatments or a combination of both or we're just working with their natural temperament and they're fine, right? It is yeah. possible it is happening and don't be scared you have a right to be scared it you can get hurt right but you do need to be smart about what's happening with the unicorns and the dragons the unicorns could hurt themselves right push them too far the dragons are going to hurt you the units are going to hurt themselves. They could have a heart attack. If you're not recognizing these stress levels, if you're, if you're working with them at sustained open mouth pant, you know, so you need to understand that there's help for those cats. Everyone else in the forest, the other breeds, the other temperaments, pretty much a walk in the park. Just learn the methods, learn the lap grooming, learn the techniques, learn the happy hoodies, learn the pheromone, learn, learn how to change your energy. Yes. The, the, the energy that comes with dog grooming is different than what you're going to need for cat grooming. Find that space, find that room off to the side. Uh, give them their own space, their own energy. You know, give them some music. You know, just give them a safe space. Make them feel safe. Don't scare the cat. I, the, I, hope, I hope I'm able to get that message across. No, I, because that's the scary part about it. That's the reason why I was always so scared of cat grooming is because I didn't understand the cats. 
I'm a dog specialist, right? Like I specialize in dog behavior. And just hearing you talk about it and watching you was very inspiring to me because we realize that it's not that hard. You just have to get it. You have to get your energy right, just like everything else. So thank you so much for tonight, Sam. I don't even know if you guys realize how much you just got taught. Um, <laughs> Sam has a really cool way of teaching. So if you have to go back and re-listen, please do. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Before we go, let me just say this. The energy that you share is different. And I've seen you, you know, on live so many times. And I love the way what, what you do is special to you. And I think that in this business, in the pet industry, it really means something for somebody else to say, hey, you know, I'm doing this because I know I can help every single cat that I deal with. And I applaud you. Thank you for what you do, because it does mean a brighter tomorrow for a whole lot of animals and also a whole lot of groomers that are looking to up their skills. There's always something else to learn and there's never a unicorn or a dragon left behind, right? Like we're going to make sure that regardless, we help every creature. Janet, you saw it. You recognized it. You brought a spotlight to it. Absolutely bringing me to your show. The other organization ignored me, put me down, pretended I didn't exist. Well, that's impossible. When you get it done live, babe, it's it happened. It and, happens. <laughs> we and watch thank it. you. Thank yeah. you so much for for spotting me, recognizing what was happening and bringing me to this show so I could share with you um the same share with your fans the same thing I've been sharing with you and um you're probably the only one, I guess, besides uh, Reggie, um, who saw something. Because uh, I pretty much had almost given up on the pet industry. Yeah, We need you. So don't you fucking dare. All right. <laughs> uh, keep giving out your breadcrumbs to everybody who will pick them up. Because what you're saying is really real. And I hope, regardless of all the, the stories and the Halloween theme, understand that this person that I have on the show tonight really is extremely special and the techniques and the energy that you use is unmatched so thank you madam i do appreciate you i love you and hey everybody else listen if you have stories if you have a scary halloween story if you want to talk about being haunted or other crazy shit that happens at your salon please submit <laughs> your stories to stories at the dailygroomer.com okay because we want to hear about your shit okay for sure <laughs> Other than that, I hope you guys have a wonderfully spooky and amazing Halloween. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> we will howl with you and for you this evening, this Hallow's Eve. And uh, we'll come back at you live Friday at 6 p.m. as well. So don't forget, we'll still see you at Friday at 6. But Sam, thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate mm. your time and your energy. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. You guys have a good night. Love you. Love you. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.